Hey, you know what time it is. When you hear the music come on, when you hear the music start playing, when you hear my voice, when you hear Garrett's voice, when you hear us talking about coffee, you know that it is time for a brand new episode of the Bad Apples Podcast, and this is what it is. This is how we do it. This is how we're always going to do it till we're in a grave, okay? So, here we are. Episode 20. Bad Apples Podcast. Yeah. Garrett, how's it going, my guy? Dude, like, I think, wait a minute, hang on a second. We need to actually, like, like celebrate. This is episode 20. It's a milestone yeah. episode. I feel yes, like. dude, I we feel made like it. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. We've been through a lot, you know, in the last 20 episodes. I mean, I think it's been, it's been a full year of doing our thing. And, and yeah. I mean, people are listening. Everywhere. Yeah. Worldwide. 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 We're Mr. going worldwide. global. You know. Bad Apples International. Bad Apples all over the place. And here we go. I'm going to be completely transparent. I didn't hear anything you said because my headphones were loud. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you picked up on the worldwide thing. I did. I read yeah, your I read your lips, and I thought great. that was an incredible moment. I felt like our hearts were in tune in that intro. Yeah. And I didn't need to hear your voice because I heard it in my heart. Yeah. You know? And so if, if you're wondering why he's talking about these things, it's because we're still looking for sponsors to, to pay for a, <laughs> pay for a, a mixing board so that so that we can both hear the same thing at the same time. Let me so. paint a picture for you guys, because um, as you know, uh, I like painting pictures on the podcast. We're sitting here on an end table uh, with my computer, with our coffee, with our notes, uh, with a uh, ottoman that Apollo has shredded up, with a guitar that Garrett just so uh, beautifully serenaded. Uh, with earlier to me uh, before we were on the podcast before we hit record. You make it sound like I serenaded you. Like no, <laughs> he was serenaded. We were singing God. worship music. We were right. singing worship music okay, just we us were, together. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, all right. <laughs> took a good thing and made it weird. <laughs> that's that's typically what I try to do. Okay, if right. you haven't noticed that all already. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, so we need some equipment. Um, so you know, send us a check. I'm not going to give my address out on here, but you know, shoot me a message. Send us a check. Oh yeah, Venmo, PayPal. Oh, yeah, we we take it all. <laughs> we take it we all. Take it all. Uh, uh, Garrett, crypto. man. Crypto. Yeah. Uh, how's the coffee? Oh man, we are so. All right, let me tell you. Let me tell you about the hot coffee we're drinking. Don't it do is it. Peru. Ooh. Uh, that is the Peru Peruvian coffee from Blue Bottle. Mm. All right. It says coffee as bright and floral as this one are few and far between in Peru, mm-hmm. building on the syrupy, sweet body characteristic of Peruvian coffee. This single know. origin balances complex stone fruit acidity Ooh. with a touch of herbaceousness. Praise God. That is, if you didn't catch that, it's herbaceousness. Herbaceousness. Not herbal essence. It's Her- <laughs> not, to be, not to be confused with... The Garnier fruit, fruit teas or whatever it is. Garnier. <laughs> my my brain just went to so many like early two thousands commercials. <laughs> hey, like I I don't know a lot about shampoo because I don't have hair. But uh, what I do know is this coffee's herbaceous. It's herbaceous. <laughs> there's all kinds of there, this this coffee came with its own business card. It did. So you know, good for you, Blue Bottle. Yeah, it's good. It's a good coffee. It's a good. It's a good my coffee. favorite of it's, the three that they sent me. They sent me Burundi. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I think I am. It's Burundi. Uh, 
<laughs> you actually got to say it like the Urukai. It's like, <laughs> I like it. Costa Rica. We're nerds. We're and, nerds who drink uh, coffee Peru. and talk on the internet. So, so I like the Peru the best because the Peru is like, it's, it's still kind of acidic, but it's like, it's a little bit of on a darker side. It's not a dark roast, but I, it's kind of on the, you know, the middle of the road, I guess. So I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, it tastes good. Yeah, I'm it's digging good. it. I mean, even for, it's cold now, but it, like, yeah. It's, it's way better than the, the winter blend. Way mm-hmm. better. Way mm-hmm. better. Yeah, it's very bright, though. Very so, bright. So uh, we're having coffee from Peru. Yeah. Blue bottle. Right. But we're also having something else. Yeah, we're, we're hitting up the cold brew. We're hitting up the cold brew. The, it's the Black Rifle. Black Rifle Murdered Out. Yeah, you talked about that last episode. I did. It's, your, it's probably my favorite dark roast. It's definitely probably my go-to for Black Rifle. That and Tactisquatch. Uh, but this is the cold brew, and it is strong. It is dark. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like, and like we're drinking it yeah. with nothing else in it. There's it's dark no, like the night. No cream. No sugar. No, no nothing. No foo stuff. Just pure unadulterated murdered yeah. out coffee. Put some hair on your chest. Yeah, it, I would not say it's herbaceous. It's- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any herbal essences in it. No, no, <laughs> no but it's good. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's. I mean, like our co- the coffee is really good today, and it was good last time. It was like so. Yeah. We've been back to back episodes with just very good coffee. I you it, know throughout this week, I have thought about the coffee we had on the last episode, and I'm like, man, I did too. I just want to recreate that moment. You know why? I, <laughs> you know why I thought about it every day? Because I had it every yeah, day. This week. day. Yeah. That no, was, was your every day. Over there making it in the the Chemex, like, oh poor yeah. Cody, he's sitting in school right now. I know. Yeah. I, I did have some good coffee. You know, I always make sure that I, I have my I have good coffee with me at work. Here's what I've been doing at work. Um, I've been taking a Celsius energy drink. Okay, that's not coffee. And coffee. Oh gosh. Yeah, but Celsius is supposed to be kind of healthier. Um, it's supposed to, you're like, it's, it's healthier fit, than Red Bull. You know? I mean, like, well, I mean, it's, it's like the Alani new stuff. It's like, uh, Oh, yeah, this is, this is good for you. Okay. Like, no, it's not good for you. It's just but not been, as bad for you as I've the been other. Stuff. So like focused though, like this week no, I could have, I could have attacked the world, bro. No. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, the cell a lot of work done. Okay. So <laughs> as a disc golf fan, Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Paul Macbeth was was sponsored by Celsius. So I decided, if you don't know who Paul Macbeth is and you don't know what disc golf is, then this is totally lost on you. But anyway, yeah. as far as like uh, as far as disc golfers go, Paul Macbeth is like the best of the best, greatest okay. of all time, you know, cream of the crop. Anyway. <clears throat> creme de la creme. Yes. So uh, he was sponsored by Celsius. So we, okay. you know, like me and my buddies that play disc golf, we would go and get – McBeast juice is what we called it. It's the, it's yeah. the Celsius stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, my experience was very jittery. Like, really? I got very jittery on the Celsius over like Red Bull. Like, no way. Yeah. Red, Red Bull is like, if I were going to go the route of a energy drink, I'm always going Red Bull. Like, oh, because man. it, it, like, it gives me, it gives me the energy I want, like the, the perk I want yeah. without like, the jitters, like really? the insane hunger, the everything else, like oh, man, wow. like if I try like the Alani or the Celsius, like I'm starving. No like, way. Oh yeah. Like I, I want to eat anything and everything. And wow. um <clears throat> and like 
Monster it got so much sugar in it, oh, like yeah. it just peaks my my you know blood well, they sugar. Have the zero and, sugar now. Yeah, I know, but then it's it's all like sour. It's like it's you very know sour. it's like you can't see me right now, but I'm like sticking the t- my tongue to the roof of my mouth. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's I yeah. I can't get with the monster. I I do. I'm loving the the Celsius though. Like I'm feeling like crazy good energy. Like not bad energy. Big so, big energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big big energy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. So Celsius. Celsius, Celsius has been your jam. It's been my jam. Yeah, with I'll, I'll make a coffee, and then I'll make I'll, I'll take a Celsius as well. So that, so that'll be kind of my morning pick me up, and then throughout the day I'll sip on my coffee. And man, I've just been like running around the school, like running up and down the steps. Like man, what Run. what can I do? Like <laughs> like I've, I've got so much done. I've got stuff scheduled out to like May. I'm like man, let's go. Did you ever watch the league? It was on FX. I love the league. Do you remember the do you remember the episode where he gets the um the toilet seat that's laced in cocaine? Yes. That's what you sound out like sound like. Dude, you just paint a picture, doing a puzzle, paint a picture, doing a puzzle. I'm so efficient right now. Like that's like you just dug into like the recesses of my memory with the league because I haven't watched it in a while. And do I'm you know like, what episode I'm talking yes. about though? Yes. It's like he's like do it all. You know. I love that show. That was a great show, dude. It, yeah, it was. It was a good show. Definitely pushes the envelope on what is appropriate and what is oh, not easy. Like, remember the birthday it, song? Oh. It's your birthday today. Yeah, okay. sing the rest of it. <laughs> All right. No, there's some other songs that stick out in my my For brain. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not gonna sing here. But hey, uh, we're we're in. We are on episode twenty. We're doing the yeah. second part of our ten essentials. If you ten essentials. If let's catch everybody up. Okay. So, what are our ten essentials? All right. We started. No, I, no. But what are what like? What's the premise of it? Oh yeah. So stuff that we can. Um, I don't know. It's not survival. Right. But the stuff that we need in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's what we were just talking about. And I'm like, these are things like if I lost them or broke them, yeah. I would go out and immediately replace them. You yeah. know, like. Got to uh, have them. You got to have them. You know, and we're not talking about tires on the car. Like, you know, yeah. those are things you have to go out and immediately replace. Yeah, those are good. pop. But like, you know. the Make your everyday life better. Yeah. These are these are total luxury items. Luxury items. That, that we can do afford. serve a, a purpose. Yeah, you know that like that we can afford. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So these are achievable for you, the average person. Absolutely. Uh, and if you're an above average person, you probably already have this stuff in better versions of that's it already. True. But that's um, true. Yeah. So all right, all right. We catching people up. What were your first five? So my first five, if I remember, in no correctly, specific order. Uh, barbershop, or you know, yeah, like a good. Gotta have a fresh, fresh fade. fade. Um, I gotta have, um, music. Yeah. In all forms. All forms. Right? Um, we got to have books. Uh-huh. Right? Physical books. Physical books. Physical books. Have you ever tried the... Hang on. Sidebar. Okay. Have you tried the e-reader thing? Yeah. I mean, I have some... Like have the Paperwhite? Have you tried a Paperwhite? What does that mean? The Kindle Paperwhite. No. I've tried Apple. Dude, you need <laughs> to try the... Like, so, side, side note, I'm sorry, folks, but like, I got a Kindle from my sister. Okay. Did I tell you this story? No. So, my sister was going to send her Kindle to Amazon... Because mm-hmm. they would give her like credit towards a new Kindle, mm-hmm. um, and so like I reached out to her because I heard her saying that, and I said, "Hey, listen, like you know, I really want like I want to try a Kindle for myself. Emily has one. She will never share it with me because she's on it all the time. Yeah, on it all the time. So like, um, 
So anyway, so she was like, hey, um, if you're interested in this, just, you know, send me whatever money that, that Amazon would give me. Turns okay. out it was like 30 bucks. Wow. Um, and, and then I'll send it to you. Or I'll send it back with mom and dad. Mom, my parents were down visiting her in St. Louis. Gave it to her. Sent it back. She said, although you need to know that the battery is going bad on it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> my sister and my wife are crazy readers. Like, they yeah. binge read. They were talking so, about it at Thanksgiving. I yeah. was blown away. Emily read 120-some books last year. That's ridiculous. 120 books. That's ridiculous. That's insane. And she's a full-time mom. Yeah. My sister, who works full-time at a school like, yeah. during the day and, like, doing that. Like, she read almost 200 books last year. No way. 200 books. That's it. insane. And they use Kindle Unlimited, and they just binge read. And wow. so she told me, she's like, hey, just so you know, the battery's been a little bit funny on <laughs> on the, the the Kindle. Like, it's not holding a charge as well as I right. wanted it to. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I got that thing. <laughs> I've been reading on it. Like, I, I broke my streak yesterday, but I'd been reading um, every night before bed for about a half an hour um, for the last 15 days. That's crazy. Right? With this thing. It's still at 75% charged. Like and I've oh had it for a month. God. I have not charged it once in the last month. Um, so no, I, I just like I, would maybe I don't like read that. like she does. But like it is, it's awesome. The Kindles are so cool. I mean, this is not one of my ten essentials because right. I'm not that that, that big a reader. You're pumping it but up. it's close. It's yeah. close because like it's a game changer. You don't have to have the light on. It's easy on your eyes. Oh, it's really? not like reading on your your iPad. How is it in the sun? Have you tried it yet? Uh, I you know I don't know if you know this, but like. The sun right now comes with cold. Like so, if you sit outside in the sun, you're also going to be freezing. So, but it's been warm. I'll be able to. It's been warmer. Yeah, not warm enough to sit outside and read a book. Too warm for me. Too warm for you. or Whatever. Um, so, seventies are coming, man. I'm. I believe it. Yeah. Um, can't really wait. Are. We're so close to March. But, uh, um, but anyway, no. Like it's check that out. I the Kindles. I'll bring it. You check it out. You okay. see what you think. But I like it at night because it's not like um, it's not the blue. It's like not the, the blue light. And yeah. the other thing is, you don't get notifications. You don't get like you know nothing's gonna ding, pop uh, up, cool. anything like that. Um, the the mm. browsing on it stinks. So if you're mm. like trying to rent or or uh, buy books, yeah, from the Kindle, don't do that. Do it from your phone. Do it from the send phone. Send it to the Kindle. Then it'll go to the Kindle. Yep, and then you just upload. I gotta check that out. Yeah, it's. I gotta check it out because I I don't have any room for physical books right now. Yeah. So I've not really been buying too many. And yeah, and so I, I'm trying to move my library more digital right. for a couple of reasons. Cause then you can like you can highlight notes and stuff, make notes, and then you can you can search them. So okay. my thought is like as somebody who is, you know, paid to to speak and have stories and examples yeah. and that kind of stuff. I want to be able to store all of that in an easily accessible way, which you can do on Kindle. You can like highlight, store, that's pay, cool. take a note, like, and then you, you just file it, you know? Yeah, so that's cool. Instead of having to be like, oh, where did I hear that story? Oh, yeah, it's this book. And then you flip through all the book and then you try to find your highlight. You just do it. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I mean, I did, I, I've done the, uh, the Apple, you know, their app for books. Um, yeah. I've read maybe two books on there. Oh, yeah. Um, I use that for PDF viewing. Yeah. That's my, my big thing. Yeah. Um, I, I have books on there that I haven't even clicked open or yeah. swiped open or whatever. There you go. <laughs> so, they have I'll have to check of, it out. I'll have to check that out. ton of free like RC Sproul books on oh, I love RC the, Sproul. the yeah. Apple library. Anyway, all right. So physical books. Yep. Fresh Fade. Fresh Fade. What was it? Physical books. Um, oh, music in all forms. Music in all forms. What else you got? Uh, laptop. Laptop. MacBook. Laptop. And 
the fifth one, the most important. I think. Oh yeah, the wipes, the dude wipes, the dude wipes, the mint chill. That, that night, did you guys hear that? The mint chill, the mint chill, chill. That night, I went and bought some mint chill dude wipes. Right that is the a, podcast. So you know, that's mint chill for those of us that <laughs> oh, don't God. speak like a hillbilly. It's <laughs> the mint chill. I am literally. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I am literally a hillbilly. Man high hillbilly. That was my school mascot. It was a goat. (laughs) Hillbilly goat? Yeah. It was a white goat, man. All right. All right. Man high. Oh, gosh. All right. So mine, hats, beanies, that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, A print Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, iPad. And not not just my MacBook, but like the iPad. I love the iPad. Mm -hmm. Um, Podcasts and audiobooks. And there's... I'm gonna break the rules. I'm gonna add another here, but like that—that that only works with AirPods as well. Okay. Because like the AirPods, I really want to have twelve essentials. So yeah. But uh, like yeah. I don't want to bog it down with all this tech stuff. But like <laughs> AirPods are money. Okay. And podcasts, audiobooks, accompanied with my AirPods, life changing. Okay. I mow with them. I do dishes with them. I love them. That's cool. Um, and then uh, last one is pair of thieves underwear. Did you get you some? No. Slacker. I went, like, I went. I went. Why you wipes so, instead? Why are you waiting so long to get your life changed? <laughs> well, I'm like, waiting for revival. I'm in my yeah. underwear drawer. <laughs> Listen, like it's like Nacho Libre. You know, I'm very concerned that you're not baptized. <laughs> like, you know, just like, dude. Like, hey, hey, wait, listen. <laughs> You're killing it today on already, and I think it's because we had a worship session before the podcast. <laughs> Probably, and Jesus is sitting over my shoulder here. Yeah, we, um, okay. So don't give too much authority to Bobblehead Jesus. I'm pretty there's sure a Bobblehead Jesus sitting right next to me, um, and I, I said, you know what? I'm going to start having him at every episode of the podcast. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a white Jesus, but yeah, <laughs> he's just a hippie with a white robe and a and a. Red sash. That's yeah. really it. Anyway. Anyway, incredible Nacho uh, Libre reference, though. Yeah. Really applaud you for that. D- get you some pair of thieves. I Quit will. dragging your feet. I know. Like, they're going to get them, and you're going to be I like, did look them up. in the world did I live without these? <laughs> like, for real. My tuchus is going to love it. No. It's not your tuchus that's going to love it. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. It's the whole deal. <laughs> the whole everything. Whole enchilada. Is gonna be happy with you, all right? It's not just, it's not just ease of escape for your farts, okay? Like this is, this is like, you'll be like, wow, how did I live without these underwear? I will be revived. You'll be something. <laughs> be something. You'll be something. All right, so let's continue the list. You, you haven't collected yourself yet, so I'm, I'm gonna go with my next one. So number six for me. All right. Again, I'm breaking the rules. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to do it. Do it's it. it's jackets. There's two jackets I always have. Okay. They're always in my bag. It's okay. a down puffy jacket. Ooh. And you do that's true. A rain jacket. Rain jacket, down puffy jacket. With those two jackets together, <laughs> I I feel like I can I can survive in any temperature that we're going to experience in Central Illinois. <laughs> It's um, true. Because, I mean, we don't get, like, Arctic blast temperatures very often. It Sadly. might get down in the single digits mm-hmm. every once in a while. Yeah. But, like, the puffy jacket is great. Like, if, oh, man, it's it's 50s and, and below, yeah. it's like, all right, I'm going to throw on the puffy, keep it open, like, you know, and it's going to it's gonna keep me 
keep me, you know, keep yeah. me warm. And fifties and above, like in the sixties, it's like maybe maybe there's like a a wind that's cutting through. You just throw on the the rain jacket, cuts the wind. Yeah, you know, you do that. If it's raining, rain jacket for the wind. But then, but then. Mm. When you combine the two, oh. when you go with the warm insulating layer of the yeah. puffy, yeah, and then you throw on the rain jacket, snow, different ways. ice, wind, storms, <laughs> all of it, you can survive it, and it's it's you're laughing, yeah, but, it, but you're so it excited. Is, it is like it is life changing. Like if you if you realize yeah, like okay. that, that's all you need is a shell and a. In an insulating layer, yeah, to like keep yourself warm, right? It's in a puffy jacket and a rain jacket, they both like pack down to be the size of about a two liter bottle, like for real. You can take them both, pack them inside a two liter bottle, okay? And so, like, having those, it's amazing. I don't go anywhere without them, they're in my bag all the time. There's a rain jacket in my car all the time. That's cool. Um, there's actually, I have an extra puffy jacket that lives in my trunk as well. Um, so I, I just never have thought about stuff like this. Always have it. It's because of hiking. Okay. And so okay. like hiking, backpacking, that's what you do is you, you like all of your clothes, it goes in a layering system. You go from yeah. base layers to like sun protective layers to shell layers mm-hmm. to like to insulating layers. So there's all these like, you know, so you're not packing, you're not packing a bunch of different outfits because okay. you don't really care about being stinky. Right. You just care about being protected from the elements. And so like. Uh, when I did Grand Canyon, I had my merino wool base layer yeah. keep me warm, and I had a sun hoodie on because there's you're 100% exposed. So I knew that we were going to be out in the sun for 12 hours that day. Yeah. So I wanted this sun hoodie that was going to keep the 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 you know like give me the UV protection, um, and I could pull the hood up and it'd protect my ears and and that kind of stuff. But that's interesting. Um, yeah, man. I so, have one Carhartt coat that it's never cold enough for me to wear. That's it. Well, there you go. <laughs> I have a bunch of hoodies and sweaters from Kohl's. Yeah. Now I'm like, so master class, I've been watching like some of the style okay, things because yeah. I want to dress like an adult. I need to check that out. Um, dude, you, you would like it. Like, yeah, so there's no style. There's one call or from Tan France mm-hmm. and he just, and I wouldn't say that. Give yourself more credit than, than I have no style. Oh, okay. But what he does is he talks about like a capsule wardrobe and tells you about that. Dude, check it out. Okay. All right. It's super good. Yeah, I need something. Cause it's not, it's not that complicated. And that's what he, his thing is, is like, you know, just develop a look, go classic. You yeah. don't have to like, you don't have to be bold, you know, like save some bold pieces that, yeah, you pull those out every once in a while. Yeah. But when you like, it's his thing is when you buy clothes, think about how many different ways can I wear this? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So, okay. Like this white, white t-shirt, like, you know, you might think, oh, a white t-shirt, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. a basic. Well, it is a basic, but you can wear it as With like everything. a, you know, as a, like a, a standalone yeah. thing under something, you know, over mm. something. I mean, you know, I don't know about it. I heard Steve Harvey one time talk about, um, he he bought three suits. Yep. And there's like, he named like Infinite. ninety different yeah. ways. Just three suits. Yep. I'm like, man, that's incredible. That's I just yep. I have one black suit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, my my one black suit looks like crap too. But yeah. You know. Anyway, that's right, so, jackets. That's my thing. So jackets. That's your thing. All right. So six. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the article of clothing. Okay. I have to have an old broken in. Wore out pair of jeans. Yeah, gotta have them. What brand? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the money and I'm gonna go Lucky brand. I don't Ooh. know if you've ever heard them. Yeah, I got them on right now. Are you serious? Yeah, bro, Lucky. 
I like now. I'll be honest. American Eagle has some pretty good jeans now. Oh, I love American Je- yeah. Eagle jeans, and they're way better than they used to be. I think, and they're way more affordable, uh, but they don't last as long as Lucky Jeans. I still have Lucky Jeans in my closet from like when I and they, and honestly, they're too big for me to wear now. Yeah, but like I love Lucky brand jeans. See, I love them. Yeah, I I like the American Eagle jeans. That's what I go with. Now yep. what? Here's the thing. I'm right there with you. Yeah, and I've been there with you until, until. stretchy jeans came out. You don't like stretchy jeans? No, I love stretchy jeans. Oh, you yes, don't need them to be broken in no more. That's like, true. They come pre-broken in. That's true. It's like, yeah, my American Eagle pair of jeans that I wear, like when I'm not at school, like that's my my go-tos. They're the stretchy, like broken in, and I've only had them like two years, and they feel like I've had them for 10. Yeah. I'm like, this is incredible. It's yeah. what is the um, AE Flex? Yeah. Yeah, um, no, the and stretchy Everybody's jeans. doing it now. Like Old Navy's doing it. Yeah. Uh, Lucky, Lucky was kind of doing it. Several years ago, yeah. These these l- lucky jeans that I have are I got them from Sam's Club. Dude, I love. Lucky. They got the. I love. They got the the stretchiness. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know? I used to go to the men's warehouse in West Virginia, and I would buy. It was buy one get one free. But here's the thing. Here's now. Here's a story I want to tell. Not a long story. This guy, he was the he was the, I don't know, he he worked there. Uh-huh. I don't know if he was the owner, manager, whatever. Sure. Um, but every time I came in. There was not a deal on jeans, and he was extremely flirtatious with me, and he would give me free jeans. And dude, I I was like, all right, bro, (laughs) love you, love you, man, (laughs) because he'd give me a free pair of jeans. So I'd I'd pay like maybe eighty dollars for a a pair of lucky jeans, but I'd get another pair for free. Okay, so just so you know, these lucky jeans that I'm wearing, I bought for. Twenty six dollars at up. Sam's Club. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I bought like bought a pair, liked them. So then I went back and bought a second pair. They didn't want kidding? to. The only the only thing I don't like about it, they didn't hold the dark color as long as mm-hmm. I wanted them to. Okay, but again, Tan France, he tells you, he's like, don't ever wash your jeans. Just put them in the fr- freezer. Okay. Like, <laughs> whenever they get funky, really, just put them in the freezer. He said, unless you get them gross, gross. Yeah, he's like, but he he's he's like, yeah, I wash my jeans like twice okay. a year. Yeah, Same. you know. I'm gonna be honest. Same. Okay. Like, uh, I wear my jeans constantly. Yep. And so I have to wash them. Um, yeah. At least in my brain, I have to wash them. Yeah. I, so I will wash them more than uh, more than twice a year. But like, you know. Yeah. It's not a lot. He said the freezer, man. He said that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah. I Kills would never bacteria. imagine that. All, All right. right. So jackets, jeans, jackets, jeans. All right. Me number seven. I'm gonna go with my solo stove. I have a fire pit. It's called a solo stove. Emily got it for me for Christmas last year. Okay. I love that thing. It's amazing. I love it. It's amazing. If for some reason it failed and I had to get another one, I would figure out a way to get another one. They are very expensive. Yeah. um, And like I understand that it is definitely like one of the bougie things that I have. Yeah. Um, But it's I love it because I don't have to go camping. I don't have to go off into the wilderness. I don't have to like – you know, leave my backyard and I have like a, like a, an it's experience great. at night yeah. by myself that feels like I'm in the wild, even though I'm not. Super like, easy too. Oh yeah. Like, and yeah. so it, it lights fast. It stays burning well. It's mm-hmm. smoke or well, smokeless, less smoke really. I wouldn't say it's smokeless, but like after I get it going, I don't smell like campfire. So like you're that's, correct. That's the win. You know, you can yep. go sit by it for two hours and then go inside and you don't smell like yep. smoke. The night I was at your house, we were around it. I came home, didn't even have to shower. No, no. no you only smoke. you only smell like smoke as you're getting it going. Yeah, 
Like I uh, felt like the three Hebrew boys came out not smell not smell like smoke. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. <laughs> what did you just say, dude? That's their their Hebrew name. Hallelujah, bro. Bible college. Man, uh, praise um, God. No fire pit though. Love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. If it if it broke, I would go and replace it immediately. Um, I it's need to great. get a cover for it, but I love my solo stove. It's essential. To uh, just to add on to how much he loves his solo stove, I remember being over there in the fall, and I had chili with you guys. First time I think I was at your house, and on his refrigerator was a picture of the solo stove. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you, you were like manifesting it. Well, no, I was I was asking for it. <laughs> I kept asking. Well, I kept asking for it, but not for Christmas. I just wanted it for because, like that was my reason. Um, yeah, we sure. need it. We need a fire pit. This it's is great. what we need. You know, and, and you and, know, like just that extra bit of it costs. It's worth it. Oh, and like, you're going to get your money's worth out of it. Hopefully, I never have to replace it. Although, yeah, they did release a second version of it that has oh. a removable ashtray. Oh, and I will tell you. Cleaning that thing is a pain in the ash. <laughs> hear that? That's a good one. <laughs> That's uh, I, I hitting, caught you off guard, guard on that. You one. did catch yeah. me off guard. So uh, I was like, first of all, I was like, sorry, mom, but then you you came in and it was no. just ash. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it is a pain That's to get cool. that Have you clean. saw the um not the dive off of have you seen the like the little solo ones like little like yeah, tabletop the tabletop ones? ones those are incredible well the, the other thing is that solo got their start like making backpacking stoves that you you jam sticks into oh and wow. so like because typically backpacking you're taking like a like a canister stove so you gotta take the the fuel and the canister and i i'm i'm not knocking canister stoves right they're super easy they're super they're really affordable sure and they're pretty lightweight but like us in the grand canyon I forgot to buy fuel yeah. before we went down. Like, we went down fuelless. I had the stove. Oh, I had no gas for it. And all of our meals are, were hot. Like, all of our nighttime meals were hot meals. And our breakfast was hot. Oh, so wow. we either had to cold soak, which is you dump the water, like, in the bag with the stuff. Okay. And you just let it hydrate over time. And so then you're eating cold mac and cheese. Oh, like, man. that's... That's still going to be kind of dry yeah. because all it's been doing is cold soaking uh, or, or like overnight oats. And then we would have had like with the oats, we would have had to sleep with the oats in like our sleeping bag uh, because otherwise it would have froze overnight in the Grand Canyon. So thankfully, there's a lot of other people in the Grand Canyon. And so I went out looking for um, fuel. I was going to go buy it. There's like a at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, there's a restaurant. Yeah general store and that kind of stuff. So I was going to go buy some and I was like, Hey, you know, um, I really need some fuel. And somebody's like, dude, I got you. He's like, my daughter and I, we've been spending the last 10 days down here. So we've got a, a ton of, ton of extra fuel. You can have some hooked us up. Super nice dude That's from awesome. Indianapolis. Um, he, uh, he actually runs like a, like a NASCAR ministry. So he a follows, NASCAR yeah, he follows the, he follows the NASCAR tour <laughs> and, awesome. and, and like is a, a chaplain for, for like stock car racing. And God, so, yeah, get yeah, it done. Dude, it, it was cool. He's a cool guy. I mean, like Man. super nice and hooked us up with the fuel and, if you, you know, first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. That's awesome. So uh, anyway, yeah. So fire pit, love it. Solo stove. All right. Dub. All right. I'm going to go, uh, tactical tomahawk, specifically a SOG Tactical tomahawk. Um, why? Oh man! And well, why is this making your ten essentials? Like, <laughs> well, um, so 
knives, blades, and weapons are probably more likely my essentials. But like the tactical tomahawk now goes with me everywhere. It's in my car. Okay. Um, you it's know, in your car. It's in my car. And a tactical tomahawk. Ta- yeah. Do you sure. have a target out in the yard or something that you practice on? Or oh anything? yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> so I can like. There's a thing that you pull out the bottom and you can start a fire, like it's you know, flint, and you can like start the fire if you're you know in trouble. You can break. Did you read window. the book Hatchet as a kid? Uh, I had to read it in school with the students, and I hated it. You hated Hatchet. I hated the I hated the book, dude. Why? I thought it was terrible. That's one of, like that's one of my life changing books. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. No, it's not. I loved Hatchet. Dude, I, I, like the oh concept of having to survive with just a hatchet. I mean, like, yeah, dude, but this is terrible. adventure. I hated it at at its best. You know? And then they showed the movie, which made it even worse. There I've was, never seen the movie. Oh, there it's like it was awful. It was even. I have worse. no interest in the movie. I've seen Castaway. It's enough. No. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, tactical tomahawk. Um, uh, like just just to give you an idea, there there is. A place in every room in my house, maybe except the bathroom. Um, that if I mean, if someone's gonna come in on me in the bathroom and try to kill me in the bathroom, I feel like that's just God's plan for my life. But <laughs> so, <laughs> you're fighting a bunch of people off with knives. I have a knife in every every spot. Like for so right here where we're sitting, there's a knife up here. Uh, it's a Bowie knife, and then there's a knife hidden back behind my Winchester uh, sign there, and then there's a there's a machete hiding in the kitchen. That's not hiding. I've yeah, you seen can see it. it. Yeah, you can see yeah. it. You can see the machete. There's also a knife in my bedroom, uh, and I have the to- tactical tomahawk in my car uh, next to me, and then also under I have another Bowie knife. Um, so, <laughs> have you ever heard of firearms? Like, oh yeah, I have them. <laughs> have those too. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, yeah. So, but we're not going to talk about the firearms right now because we're in Illinois, and you know. Okay. Right. <laughs> we don't need to talk about firearms. I'm just joking. But so, yeah. a, like a tactical tomahawk. Yeah. Right. So Sog. I, Sog. I have on mine a knife, like a pocket knife. Yeah. But like, so um, life hack for you all, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't need a tactical tomahawk. Nobody needs a tactical tomahawk. I disagree. Okay. Nobody <laughs> needs a tactical tomahawk. What you need, what you need, like best piece of like, Everyday carry gear out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. for the money. Yep, is the Gerber dime. The Gerber uh-huh. dime is a multi-tool. Okay, it is small, compact, fits in your pocket. Doesn't matter what kind of pants you're wearing, it'll fit in that pocket. Mm-hmm. And it's got tweezers, it's got pliers, it's got scissors, it's got a knife, it's yep. got a box opener, it's got a file, it has a screwdriver, it has a, a Bottle opener has everything, everything you will ever need, yep. and it's itty bitty. It's I think it's maybe like two and a half inches long. Yeah, they're not very like big. two and a half inches long, like maybe an inch wide, mm-hmm. maybe probably not even an inch wide. Like in 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 like width. Anyway, yeah, fits in your pocket. I love it. I have two of them because yeah. like I don't want to lose one because it's small enough that you could easily lose. Sure, but like. Again, backpacking, it's always in there for gear repair because of the, the pliers. Like on my person, I use it all the time. Like if I'm changing guitar strings, I can snip guitar strings. I can do whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, not that I'm doing a lot of things with pliers, yeah. but when it's nice, it's nice to have a small set of pliers. Sure. Or some scissors or some whatever. Gerber dime, awesome. Love it. I also have like, like a, I always have like a little Gerber paraframe knife that's in okay. my yeah. in my pocket, not for self defense, mm. just to, 
open boxes. No, like, okay. Like open boxes, you know, or do whatever. But like a pocket knife specifically. Yeah. The Gerber dime. Can't live without it. It's yeah. the best. It's I have the best. a. Um, and they're less than twenty bucks. Yeah, they're not bad. Gerber's good. Yeah, I like and, Gerber. And my, it's fine it my quality. First knife. It's fine quality. I mean, you're not. You know. Yeah. I don't want to like survive with that thing, but yeah. like you know, um, it it does the job for what it is, and it's it's better than the Victorinox Swiss Army knife, like the little little Swiss yeah, Army knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's better than that because okay. it has more capability than that. Mm. Although I do keep a Victorinox knife inside my. Um, my first aid kit. Okay. Um, because it has the scissors and the pliers and like everything else. And so, yeah. And Gerber yeah. was my, fr- I, I just have a pocket knife, a Gerber pocket okay. knife. That was my first knife. Uh, but I have a Cobra tech switchblade pocket knife. Um, you know, and it's, uh, <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> we carry knives for different reasons. Yeah, we do. Um, it's, okay. It's night and day. What's your, what's your number nine? Number nine. Um, here's what I'm going to go with. Um, this is, I'm going to I'm going to throw a curveball out here. I didn't think I was going to go this route, um, but I'm going to go this route. Okay, it's still in the kind of the same way of, as tools, but I think every man, every person, needs a pair of channel locks. I agree with that. Yeah, like the things I can do with channel locks, like you can do almost anything with them. Yeah, channel locks are like you're talking like vice grip, yep. channel lock, you yep. know. Yeah, like okay. The old blue rubber like, handle. It's like the now, okay. Locks. All right, let me let me test your redneckness. Okay. In your family growing up, in the house you grew up with, was there a pair of channel lock pliers on something that there used to be a handle on that broke it off, broke off? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like so. Yes. Under the sink. Under the sink. Yep. The valve. Yep. Yep. The valve broke <laughs> off. And there's no way. Oh, but for for us, it wasn't that. Right. In the basement, there yep. were there were a pair of channel locks that did not move because they were now the handle for whatever Absolutely. it is that that was like like it's like oh hey dad you know I need yeah. some pliers can I take no don't touch those don't touch them they are doing a job you know <laughs> absolutely so man. like I've yeah. done I've seen it like with the even the like faucets just regular like hey we need something oh, to dude. turn the faucet on yeah like been there even in my own like even my own house is like needed something to turn the faucet on so, so I, we yeah. had that in our house growing up but like like and it was just one space but if you went to the Iowa family farm mm-hmm. everywhere yeah, it's like, dude, we need to get more channel locks. We, need, you know, dude, they're like, game changers, man. Because uh, get, first tool I ever bought was a pair pliers. of channel locks, dude. I bought a, a kit of them. So yep. like, you yep. had the the needle nose ones. You had a small needle nose one, and yes. then you had like the normal size. Yes, like channel lock pliers. They're great. Yeah, I mean, they like you. You were talking about the the knife, and I my mind just went straight to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like everywhere I've went, like I. I've had to have them. Like when I moved out of my my dad, my mom and dad's place, that was the first tool I bought. You know, of course I had essential screwdrivers, but like I was like, man, I'm gonna get me some channel locks, dude. I was thinking the other day. All right, so here's this. We're derailing a little bit, but that's yeah, okay. Uh, we we talked at the beginning of the year about things that you want to try this year. Yeah. Um, and I I have the wonderful um bit of my life where I've tried a lot of different things, and mm-hmm. so I have a lot of equipment. To do a lot of different things. I'm not good at a lot of things, but I've tried a lot of things. Right. So, like, um, one of the things is woodworking. Mm-hmm. So, we need to 
we need to commit here on the internet in front of people yeah. that we're going to build some chairs this year. Dude, let's you do know, it. For, for our patios. We can do it. I've got the plans. We can and do so this. And so you could just come to my, my house. Okay. We pull the van out of the garage. I got the I got the um, table saw. I got all the... Do you have a drill and impact driver? I do not. Okay, I got those things. Let's go. I got dude. a nail gun, you know, like a Brad oh, nailer. Man. I got all the stuff. Heck miter yeah. saw, whole thing. If somehow I can manage to get a new miter saw out of the deal, yeah. I'm gonna be real happy about that because my miter saw is old, dude. That's old, awesome. Old, old, old. I know but, where we can get some cedar. Okay. Yeah. Cedar be nice. My I was thinking Lord. two by fours. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool too. Like the the one that I'm looking at, it's a full two by four chair. Okay. It's all made out of two by fours. We just get some. Get That'd some, be easier. Like. We get pressure treated ones if you wanted it to like sit out in the rain and never ever go bad. Yeah. Or we could just get like regular old two by fours, and if they're sitting covered, it's not going to be a big deal, dude. Or you paint them. We got to do it, man. I I want to. Yeah. Like I'm hoping that lumber prices go down. I don't think they will, but yeah. I hope they do. We'll so pray towards that. Yeah. Maybe there idea. could be a revival of lumber prices. I'm like I feel like you're just trying to hint towards our, our discussion at the end of the show. <laughs> no, I'm not. So you're pre previewing it. No. You, so far, there's been a revival <laughs> with, your, with your underwear, and now a revival of patio furniture. <laughs> it feels forced. I will, but I will explain later why I'm throwing the word revival in there so much. <sighs> okay. All right. Cool. All right, I, I expect as much. All right. My number nine is my disc golf bag. Again, I know it's a cop out because it's like it's a okay. it's a big bag and it's got lots of stuff in it. I I'm a I, I enjoy disc golf a lot because it's free, it's accessible. It's like you know, like as far as free as in you you can go and play on a disc golf course and it will cost you nothing except for the cost of the discs. And it's so, it, and it's fun, it's relaxing. I enjoy it. It's a time to be outside. It's a good way to make friends. It is really approachable as far as an activity um and you can go with one person you can go by yourself you can go with a group of eight like you can go it's just it's fun to do yeah i enjoy it a lot um and we're close to disc golf season i've only so. went one time with you but i really enjoyed it it's fun it yeah, is and you it. could and you can play with with like now like i carry i carry about 20 frisbees with me um <laughs> it was so but intense. you could play with one you could play with one <laughs> i wouldn't go out with an ultimate disc but like you know <laughs> Like you can play with you can play with one disc, yeah, and and you'd have a blast. Um, now it is more fun to play with more discs. Mm-hmm. Um, now you get you get into a spot where you've got twenty, then it becomes like, oh, what do I want to throw on this? You know, I so then could, you're I asking not, too many questions. I, I could not believe when I when I showed up at this disc golf course at a college. I, I, it was a college, right? It was right down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you guys are pulling out bags. And I'm like, I gave you three. <laughs> like what? And like I didn't know there was like different t- different types of frisbees for this. Like I had no clue. Yeah, someday we'll go. We'll do a deep dive on how uh, disc golf works. But uh, you know, yeah. today's not that day. But yeah. disc golf bag number nine for me. It's always in my trunk. All right. And part of my disc golf bag is I have a pair of Nike Trail Runners that that live in there. Ooh. And I love my Nike Trail Runners, okay. and I have like I've got a lot of like you know nice trail running shoes that I've yeah. used for hiking and whatnot. Like I've had Hoka's, I have Ultras, okay. I've had actually a couple different pairs of Ultras, 
and like Merrill's, all the these these big time brands. Mm-hmm. But man, don't sleep on Nike. Like oh, their their trail brand is is great. Yeah, it, and so I use those for disc golf, and I really like them. So all right. Well, speaking of Nike, um, this my, year number ten. Yeah, no, number nine. No, what? Is I've it? only I only went through three. <sighs> okay, my bad. Yeah. I'm the one ahead of you, my bad. <laughs> so my number nine is I have to have at least a, a pair of Nike shoes. Preferably. One pair? Preferably Air Force Ones. Ooh. Um, I love Air Force Ones. Oh, man. Have you seen the new Jordan 1 net retros? Yeah. I have a pair of Jordan 1 retros. No, the, like the, the new news. The new they, news? Yeah, they, they got like they got some that look a lot like Air Forces, but better. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I haven't seen those. Yeah. Now, I have a pair of They're Jordan... Like 120 bucks. I have a pair of Jordan 1s, but I've literally worn three times. In Are they years. high tops? Yeah. Um, the, I, I'm just so I'm just so worried about bringing them out and ruining them. So... Yeah, okay, like, and I get it. Like, I know Jordan 1s are, like, a big deal, but right now yeah. they're they're making them. Like, yeah, I know. they're making more Jordan 1s. I know. I'm just so... I'm kind of a... Like, sometimes I'm a shoe nerd. Like, back in 2021, if you, yeah. like... Yeah, don't wear them. Because, like... That's they, when I got There them. was a shoe shortage. Yeah, that's when I got you them. You know? Like, yeah. right now... I, yeah, and I'm so sick when I go on the Nike app and I see the prices because they're so much lower than what I paid oh, for yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Cause it was my it was my birthday present and it was my birthday present like my whole my whole birthday gift was these pair of shoes and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not wearing them I'll wear them on special occasions like I wore them to rap at youth group last year for my birthday because that was my birthday and I said I'm wearing them uh, but that's the last time I wore them <laughs> no no I wore them one other time uh, so but anyway I, I would like to have I have a pair of uh, they're called Nike Kill Shots and I have a pair of Air Force Ones mm. those are my go to two pair of shoes. I nice. love them, and and um, when I wear out my Air Force Ones and I wear out those kill shots, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna buy them again. Yeah, I need to, I need to replace my. I need to get a new pair of white leather shoes. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to stick in the Nike vein or yeah. if I want to go like and just get some some just just classic clean mm-hmm. leather shoes. Anyway, all right. So yeah. my last one, last one. Last one, and and it is in honor of us getting closer to spring uh, and hiking season, okay, and camp season. It and this lives in my backpack okay. always. It, whether it's my hiking backpack, my camp backpack, my like even my work backpack, there's this same thing is in there every time. Okay, it is a hammock, a hammock, it's a hammock, and the straps. All and right, I've got like an Eno sub seven hammock with the, the ultralight s- straps so this thing packs down to be the, about the size of a softball oh wow like like the whole thing. that's incredible. straps hammock all of it size of a softball really it weighs like it weighs less than a pound like everything together dude i put it in my bag i forget it's there most of the time but <laughs> but when i'm hiking or when I'm it. like at camp, or if I'm just having a day where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I got some time, I'm gonna go hang out. I go, I go, literally hang out in the hammock. I, Love oh it. Oh my god! See, I don't think I got. I don't think a hammock could hold me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this I mean, this hammock probably won't. But I mean, like, no, I'm, I'm pushing the weight limit on it, and so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, actually, I, I just now. I'm under the weight limit on it. Oh, dude! So hey, congrats. Yeah. But when I was at Wilderness this past fall, yeah, um, I looked at the tag, 
and it, it had the weight limit on it. Yeah. I was like, I'm taking my life in my own hands here. <laughs> like, <laughs> we could be ended up on a in a heap on the ground. Yeah. And made I mean, sure yeah. that I didn't pitch it to where there was a cliff nearby. Because I was afraid I'd like, oh, geez, hit the table. This yeah. is why we need a new table. I know. Um, but, uh, like, I was waiting for just a, you know, right through yeah. and hit the ground, roll down the hill, fall yeah. off a cliff, die. Yeah. You know, I, I'm now, I, I, like, I'm, I'm happy to announce that I can now look at lower. Uh, weight limits and that's pretty awesome Um, but you know i'm going there we're getting there i don't i I no longer have to buy big and tall chairs (laughs) chairs (laughs) like outdoor like the folding chairs like camping chairs i used to have to go specifically to like big and tall stuff now i can just go to walmart and and get what i need so yeah i I, (laughs) sorry uh, it's all off the rails there yeah yeah no the the one that that i have it's like you have to be under 250 all right is is it's is it's guaranteed weight limit? Okay, so yeah, dude. Uh, Go so you, man, under the under the two fifty mark, I've That's lost good, like dude. I've lost like ten pounds. Yeah, you, you look know, great this year. I Johnny, you can't tell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever, I can. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> Emily told me that she's like, I see it in your face. I'm like, babe, I shaved my beard. Oh, that's, that's why. Like, well, I cut I my beard it, down. I thought so, it, it, I saw it in your face earlier. I really did. Okay, but yeah. if you shaved your beard down, I cut my beard down. You know. No, I but. I need to I need to stay on this drinking water or water adjacent things kick yeah. because that makes a huge difference. It does. Since the Super Bowl, like I've been kind of waffling on that a little bit. Okay. Uh, so I need to get back on track. Yeah. I still haven't had any lattes, which is great. Mm, I have. I've only had one like real soda. Okay. I had like a Coke Zero yeah. last Sunday. Oh, I love. I just love diet soda. Oh, I hate diet soda. Man. I I don't. What I'm discovering, I really don't like soda. Like yeah. I'm done with it. Like I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Now, I will tell you, the Baja Blast is gonna get me one day. Really, dude? Taco Bell and Baja Blast. It's no. like you can't it's have the one, one without the other. No way. You're not a Baja Blast fan? No, nah, dude. I'm Are you a, a Taco Duke. Bell fan? I'm not a Mountain Dew. You don't want to hear it. You don't like Taco Bell? I hate Taco Bell, bro. <laughs> This is the last episode I of don't. us being together on the <laughs> Bad Apple Podcast. It's over. This is actually where we're going to end the episode. Uh, next okay. week, it's just going to be Cody. <laughs> okay. And his other friends that are too good for Taco Bell. <laughs> like, I just don't want diarrhea. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, it's not that bad anymore. Okay. Hey, I will say, I will say this. I went the other day, first time in probably a couple years. Uh huh. Uh, I was in a hurry. I think it was the night of Feed My Starving Children. Uh-huh. I was in a hurry. I was like, you know what? I hear they got these chicken wings. I'm going to go to Taco Bell and get chicken wings. Chicken wings? Dude, they have these chicken wings, and I am not kidding you. They were delicious. I couldn't believe it. So why are you, why are you knocking Taco Bell then? Well, you know, because of diarrhea. Dude, did you have diarrhea after the chicken wings? Nope. Nope. There we go. But it was chicken wings. It wasn't the burritos. Okay, but when was the last time you had one of their burritos? Um, I don't remember. Dude, like their steak ain't that bad. Like, it ain't that good, but it ain't that bad. <laughs> like, you know, so if you get like the steak quesarito, which you can only okay, get that if the you order The quesarito is not that bad. Dude, the quesarito, like, it'll, yeah. it'll wreck you, but it's because of the the queso part of the quesarita. I'll agree but with like, you on that. Yeah. For but sure. now they got the Mexican pizza back. The Mexican pizza is so good. I and didn't know they had that back. Like, and, and life hack at okay. Taco Bell. All right. The spicy potato burrito 
is what you need really? in your life. Yeah. Yes, the spicy potato burrito, or no, no, I'm sorry, uh, taco. There's like oh. a spicy potato taco. Okay. So good. Man, so good. So if you do like, again, ordering on the app, you can do like a custom box. Okay. And so really? I get the cheesy gordita crunch because they are fantastic. <laughs> and you will never change my mind. Cause oh, man. You got the, it's like the best of both because you have the hard shell taco. But you know what's the problem with the hard shell taco? And I remember this from the commercial. I remember this from the commercial. Like, they they were like, what's the problem with a hard shell taco? Well, you eat it and it explodes in your hand. Like It, it explodes somewhere else, too. Well, okay. It fractures into a million pieces. And yeah, that's, that's like true. No matter what kind of hard shell taco you're eating, it does that to you. It, it, like, it obliterates. But... How do you solve it? You wrap it in a soft shell taco oh and cheese, gosh. and the cheese bonds oh my God. the taco shell together. You know, you pick that sucker up, <laughs> and you just take a chomp. You know what doesn't explode in your hand? The taco. It's perfect. You, I have, I can't, I, like, I'm blown away by how much thought you have put into Taco Bell. Because I have to defend it you, to, you do, to jerkwads like you. <laughs> Taco Bell. But I've just tried. I've I don't want to spend the rest of the day on the toilet. <laughs> I've just tried to move away from fast food altogether, except Chick Fil A. So okay, that's fair. I mean, if I'm uh, doing... raising canes is coming, so you better add another uh, asterisk to your. I don't know. Do you, have you ever had canes? Yeah, I think so. Raising canes. No, is no, delicious. I've had, I've had Zaxby's. Okay, Zaxby's ain't that good. Yeah, I agree. Raising Cane's is very good. Really? Better than Chick-fil-A? Mmm. Careful. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> They're different. Better than Popeye's. That's, I, see, I hate Popeye's. Okay, you're wrong. Um, like, <laughs> if, if Popeye's would just... The, the problem with Popeye's, I will, I will say this. The problem with Popeye's is that you just don't know what you're getting when you go. No, I, like, not at all. It could either be really good yep. or really, really bad. <laughs> really like, bad. So, like, the the span of cleanliness at Popeye's terrible. is, like, you could be walking into Chick-fil-A adjacent yep. versus, like, you know, Hardee's adjacent. Yeah. Like, now, don't blast Hardee's. Oh, I will blast Their Hardee's. Their breakfast is... Dude, I don't eat Hardee's because They're like top of the line. No, nah, I mean, I've I'm just joking. The last three times I've eaten Hardee's, it's ended yeah, they're poorly. Not, they're not good. So, um, there's a Hardee's in Chatham. It's got to be a drug front, like because <laughs> there's nobody there ever. It's like that all across the country. Like, like well, and I I stopped in. I stopped in to to get something. I needed something. I don't want to wait in line at McDonald's across the street. Yeah, and so I stopped in for something, and like. I got up to order, and it's like they were confused that I was ordering food. Uh, it's like, it's like, wait, wait. hey, can, can I get a hamburger? A what? You don't a, want cocaine? A ham, a ham, a hamburger? Do you guys still make those? Well, yes. Okay, can I get one? It took oh them forever God. too. I would never go for their lunch though. I don't want to go for their breakfast. Their biscuits? Yeah, I like their biscuits. Made from scratch biscuits. <laughs> I did go. When I first moved here, there's a Hardee's right across the road here. Yeah, I saw that. And I did go, and it was like, yeah, I'm not going again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's made from something, biscuits. No. So Anyway, so hammock for me, my 10th oh. essential. <laughs> we need your last essential so we can move on from this. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this because um, it's a very special place in my heart. So my, 
my very last essential that I can't live without is my dog, Apollo. <laughs> That's so sweet. As he's locked in the kennel in the other room. And, and which you don't hear off off air is the occasional pause and Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> Stop barking. You know, like uh, yeah, no, so I love him, obviously. He's just I, like I notice all the time, like I look down, he's there. Like wherever I'm at here, he's there. He's a good dog. Yeah. He's he's just he's he's the goodest boy around. You know, so I'm just I don't know. I had to add him. He's an essential. Essential. He's essential. Essential. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, I think that uh, we should take a quick little break. And yeah. while we take that break, you, you can tell people about Let My People Go. Absolutely. Hey, we have some awesome friends uh, over at Let My People Go, and they're dedicated to the fight to end human trafficking. So we want you to jump in the fight with them. Get off the bench. Get in the game. Go to lmpg.org. Get you some resources for yourselves, for your churches, and get in this fight to end human trafficking. And also, Raleigh Sadler just released his brand new podcast, MercyCast. So check that out on all podcast flat platforms and listen to what he has to say. The dude is a wealth of knowledge and a great friend. Uh, make sure you follow Let My People Go. Hey, well, welcome back. We love Let My People Go. We love yeah. what they're doing. We hope that you partner with them. Also, we want to talk about some big things. Big things. Happening in the Christian bubble. Oh, yeah. This week. So, this like, week. I feel like uh, I feel like there needs to be a news column in Apple News that is just, like, Christian jargon thing. I agree. So, right now, I get most of that through Babylon B. Um, oh. So, if they're making fun of something, <laughs> hey, listen, if they're making fun of something, I want to go find out what the real story is. For sure. And, you know. Gosh, I love the Babylon B. Oh, geez. They, they're, uh, yeah. They they get a little too political sometimes, which... Yeah, uh, they do. Yeah. I have... Someday we will unpack the problems with um, Christian nationalism. Today is oh, not that day. Today is not that day. But today that is, is a not great that day. Conversation, dude. Another Andy Stanley book, like not in it to win it. Yeah, oh, so oh. good. Oh, so good. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah. Not doing that. Instead, instead, last week mm -hmm. we talked about yep the revival happening. You went at Asbury University or Asbury College and Asbury As University. I've heard it. I've heard Asbury University. I've heard Asbury Seminary. Yeah, they have a seminary too. Yeah, so at Asbury, Wilmore, so Kentucky. We we talked about it mm -hmm. last week. Yep. yep. Now we kept something under our hats though, because I knew at that point I was going that day. Okay. So that Friday that we shot it, I had already told Jackson I was going to go with him. Yeah. To Kentucky. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why I was going, <laughs> other than he had asked me and Emily yeah. told me to go. Yeah. So. Um, Anyway, like I got to go last week. Yes. Um, and this week, man, oh. it's been all over the place. Oh man, different colleges. Yeah, now are now involved. Yep. So like it's spreading to other colleges. Lots of people have made the pilgrimage there. Yeah. Like famous people, like famous yes. Christian people, like like good so and there's, bad. Famous there's people. Christian. There's uh, like if you are not a Christian person or yeah. a Jesus following person or you don't really even care about Christian culture at all. Yeah. Some of these names will make zero difference to you. Right. Um, 
But for me, some of these names are very impactful, whether mm-hmm. it's Jenny Allen or Louis Giglio. Chris Tomlin. Chris was Tomlin was there? Dude, like, well, Man. he posted a thing. I don't know if he was there, but he posted a picture. All right. So, like, I'm wondering how many... Like how many people are going to go and do this, and yeah. it's gotten a ton of social media all, buzz. It's got national news buzz. It, it's everywhere. It's it's picking up some speed. Yes. Um, yes. And so last week though, um, when Jackson and I went, it was Friday, Saturday before the Super Bowl. Yep. So what days were that? Like the Super well, Bowl like Sunday the, was the twelfth. Like is 11th, that right? Eleven. Tenth. Eleventh. All right. Yep. So we went on tenth and eleventh. So just to kind of like set up this story, Jackson's our worship pastor. Jackson is a big time history nerd. Yes. And so he loves a good story. And so his good story that he's latching onto is that there was another revival mm-hmm. at Asbury College back in 1970. Oh, wow. And so 50 years ago, which is crazy to think about, oh, 1970 was 50 years ago. Oh, the good old days. Man, <laughs> that's wild. It is. It's. It's very wild. Yeah. It's like I saw a TikTok. Uh, it was like, um, you know, my face when I realized somebody said about 30 years ago is yeah. not 1970. Right. And instead, 30 years ago is in the 90s. Yeah, dude. I'm old. We're yeah. old. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, I was, I was born in 1991. Oh, the late, teen, late 1900s. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I'm barely an 80s baby. Yeah, barely. Dude. Anyway, so, man, I keep hitting the table. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> um but uh, so he called. He's like, "Hey, this thing happened 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. I've done a ton of research on it. Like, it was a big deal. Like, people have always like characterized this as like you know, this moment where the spirit really moved. And they they attach some of that. Mm-hmm. Some people like uh, attribute that revival that happened at Asbury in 1970 to like." The the spiritual awakening that we saw in the 1970s, mm-hmm. 80s, 90s, where like, we saw Christendom resurge yep. and, like, you know, um, the church gained some speed and traction, that kind of stuff. It was this new Jesus movement that applied yep. and was relevant to the up-and-coming generation, to the boomers. So, anyway, he's like, dude, yeah. they have been reviving for the last three days. Yeah. Last time it lasted 10 days. Right. He's like, I don't want to miss it. I do not want to miss it. He's like, I've done so much research. If this happens again in my lifetime, I have to go. Here it is. Wow. It's happening. I got to go. Wow. But I need somebody to go with me. Yeah. And he's like, I've tried my brothers. I've tried my dad. So you want to go? And I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to go. Uh, I'm like, but I, I, I'll go if you need me to. I'm yeah. like, and it, um, because like when I hear revival, mm-hmm. I'm stealing your question that we yep. talked about beforehand. But yep. when I hear revival, I instantly like associate that yes. with uber spiritual, yes. like um, extreme, like manufacturing of yes. the spirit is doing all these crazy things, flags waving. Oh yeah, like you know, <laughs> and, and just just stuff like. You know, and I, I want to be sensitive because I know right. that people have different experiences Absolutely. with the spirit and in the church, and so p- some people hear me talk about this and be like, "You, you just, <laughs> you're not aware of the Holy Spirit. Right. You, know, you don't have the Holy Spirit within you." Right. And I get that. I appreciate where where people come from. That you know, mm-hmm. like it, depending on your background. So we want to be sensitive to that. I don't want to make anybody feel <laughs> sure. like we don't take you seriously. But there was a certain amount of sa- snake handling that I expected <laughs> at, at this you're thing welcome, or, by with the way. with yeah with revival. <laughs> Um, and so, and it's Kentucky, you yeah. know. 
Sorry. It, it, yeah. I can say that. I'm, right. I'm from West yeah, Virginia. You can say whatever you want. Uh, it's your podcast. You do. <laughs> That's true. You, do. You, you offend whoever you want to offend. Amen. As long as it's not me. Oh, um, I would never. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Anyway, so he he's like, you want to go with me uh, to Kentucky? And I, I was like, oh, like when? Like what day? And he goes, oh, in like four hours. I'm like, oh my dude, gosh. we get there at like 2 a.m. He goes, yeah, we just... I got I, I, I'll get a hotel. Yeah, you know, we'll spend the night, and Saturday we'll go. And we'll hang out with the people. I think it's gonna be packed. Yeah, you know, I think it's gonna. <laughs> I think. I think it's gonna take off. Yeah. And I was like, Jackson, I'm an eighty percent no. I'm gonna say eighty percent no. The twenty percent is because I love you. Yeah. The the eighty percent, and yeah. now I'm gonna call my wife, and she's gonna shut down this dream. Yeah. So just so you're aware, oh, I'm already at eighty percent. I don't want to go. Oh man. Like. Emily's going to say, no, you're not leaving me with the kids for yeah. 24 hours while you go and, and chase revival yeah. um, with with Jackson. I call my wife, and she said, no, I think you really need to go. I'm like, why? Plot <laughs> twist. I'm like, hey, you were supposed to be my out. She goes, no. She goes, All right. now, Emily is more spiritual than I am. Yes, like, for sure. Um, <laughs> like, And she is she – is, I don't like not being control. Right. Emily's okay with that. Right. Um, and so, like, she's like, what if God does something really big in your life while you're there? Mm. Like, you're just not going to go because it weirds you out. Mm. And then I'm like, well, you know, I I don't yeah. know what to say to that. Dang. And then she's like, <laughs> and and I'm like, but is that actually going to happen? Right. And she said, even if it doesn't, mm-hmm. worst case scenario, you build a better friendship with Jackson. That's true. Like, like you guys have a story that you can come back to and right. go back to. Yeah. I'm like, ah, crap. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, it looks like I'm going to Kentucky. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I call Jackson. I'm like, when do we leave? He goes, woo! <laughs> like, it was, it was, it, yeah, it was most excited I've ever heard Jackson. That's awesome. He was pumped. And so he's like, "All right, dude." He's like, "I'm gonna get my dad's Mustang. We're gonna go down. Oh my and, uh, gosh, we're gonna go down, and it's gonna be so awesome. Reviving and it's gonna in be style, so fun. And uh, and it was. It really was. Like yeah. I don't like you know. Like my apprehension was purely like, what am I getting myself into? Sure. And sure. so um, I get in the car with him. We take off six hours later. Mm-hmm. Um, we've stopped at we stopped at a Taco Bell, and it was closed. It's so sad. So we ended up Good having to eat you. Subway. Oh, you know, gag me with a spoon. But uh, like, hey man. Although they got a new the, the subway refresh menu that yeah. they have terrible com- commercials about. It ain't that bad. Oh. All right, it ain't that bad. Oh. I think I got like the outlaw or something. It was pretty good. Um, stupid name. Good sandwich. Uh, anyhow, we finally make it to Waymore, Kentucky. Is it Waymore? Wilmore. 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 Yeah. Wilmore, Kentucky. <laughs> I don't even know where we were. Way it was late. <laughs> and uh, we arrive at Asbury College, and like we we get on campus. It's two a.m. and I'm like, all right, well, we'll see see what's going on. Yeah. And we go to the chapel, and and it's open. At 2 it's open. It's open at two a.m. The kids haven't left. Oh so God. at this point, we are there on Friday. Yeah, it started on Wednesday. Yeah, they have not left. There's a kid whose bed is in there. He's oh. asleep on the floor. I heard this. Like, he's not leaving. Like, Dude. because he doesn't want it to shut down. Dude. So here's here's what happened, though. We went in. There's probably, there's probably maybe 100 college kids in there. Mm-hmm. They're, we are definitely the oldest people in the room. Like, <laughs> like 
No, Jackson and I. And so, <laughs> but they weren't weird about us. Right. Which alarmed me. I'm like, you really should be and weird about us. And this was early. Us. Like, this was early before yeah, the mass yeah, people started. Yeah, this is before it really picked up. Now, right. when we did tell somebody, they're like, oh, where are you from? We're like, oh, we're from Central Illinois. They're like, whoa, that's awesome. We yeah. were hoping this would kind of take off. Oh, amazing, so, dude. Um, wow. Anyway, but what was cool um, was it was super normal. Mm. It was like it was like church was just happening. Yep. Like, but it was better than normal church because it wasn't front program focused. Yeah. It was like there was worship going on. There was prayer, pockets of prayer going on. Wow. There was a place where people could like confess up front. Right. Like, and when I say confess, it's like just time with them and Jesus. Yeah. And, and if you wanted to pull somebody into that time with you, you could. There wasn't like this expectation of you coming up to the front, giving it to the holy bishop wow. that they can hand off to God. No. It was just you and Jesus doing your business. And then like... There was space, though, where people would pray with you, and they wanted to pray with you. And then what was cool was everywhere else, it was just kids being kids talking to each other. Man. And they were talking to each other about their their life, what's going on spiritually. Right. At this point, they're talking about being tired, but they just don't want to leave. Like, it's this anticipation that God is doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Not No snakes. No snakes. No, no, uh, like no no uber spiritual things. Right, right. Like you know, there's there there wasn't this like not a lot of like emotionalism. No, uh, you know, like there there was it wasn't wild. Wow, it was really normal, really peaceful, and 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 it it again like it just felt like church. Now, yeah, before we started shooting, we were talking about. when I went to, to school, we did this thing called Monday Night Worship on, mm-hmm. on campus, and yep. it was an hour long. It was like it was like from nine to ten p.m. every Monday night. Yeah, we get together in one of the choir practice rooms. We worship, pray together. It was supposed to go an hour. Sometimes it went three. You know, like it, it just it it varied. Yeah, and it felt like that. It felt like we're just here. We're doing it. But what was wow. cool was they didn't they didn't let it stop. Yeah, and they were they were allowing space for like conversation, normal things. It wasn't Man. program driven. Yeah, well, yeah, it was just gathering driven. And so, what was cool is we saw that happening, right? And we were there for probably an hour and a half that night. And then, uh, and Jackson and I, we had some really good conversations. And then we went back on Saturday morning. Yeah, um, before we 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 went home. And there were more people from the community then. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there was just a, a wide variety of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some people from the community. There were some students. Students were still leading it. Um, they had somebody who was, like, facilitating prayer sure. in the front. Like, hey, we really want to pray for families. If your family needs prayer, raise your hand. Some And if you if you can go to somebody, that would be great. So they're not praying by themselves. So I prayed with some strangers. and That's and awesome. All kinds of other stuff. And so, like... It, it was it was cool, and we were we were only there for like forty five minutes on Saturday. Like, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't believe how little time we were there. Right. But I told Jackson, I'm like, man, like I, I'm just along for the ride. I'm here for you. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, I'll yeah. do. You want to spend all night there? I'll spend all night there. Sure. You want to spend all day there? I'm I'm your dude. Yeah. You want to go for ten minutes and leave? I'm your guy. Yeah. Like, and so uh, whatever we did, we did that. But I want to read this passage out of um, Luke. Chapter 13. So here's what happened. And I shared this. We did like a worship night the other night at church and yep. uh, just shared kind of what what God taught me in that. Because I learned a lot about revival mm-hmm. in the 24 hours I was at Asbury. All right. And this is what jumped out to me because I, I picked up, they have like this Lectio Divina card 
that is just a standard part of their chapel service. Okay. And so there's a different passage every day that you're supposed to read. Yeah. I thought number one, this is super cool because we're in Luke in our on our Sunday morning stat or study stuff, like our okay. Sunday morning messages. Um, we just went through the parable. It's right before mm-hmm. this. Yep. And so this is uh, this is what it says for that day. That Wednesday when the revival broke out, this was the passage, Luke chapter 13, verses 18 through 21, and it says this. Jesus said, therefore, what is the kingdom of God like, and what can I compare it to? It's like a mustard seed that, the, that a man took and sowed in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the sky nested in its branches. Again, he said, what can I compare the kingdom of God to? It's like leaven that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until all of it was leaven. Here's, mm. here's what was cool. Yeah. I read that. I thought about it. And I'm like, what is the kingdom of God like? Yeah. It starts small. It starts small. It starts small. Yep. And then it, 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 and it progresses and it keeps going. And just yeah. because it's small right now and it seems insignificant right now, it doesn't mean that it's not moving and it's yeah. not growing and it's not working. The kingdom of God yeah. is not fast. It is slow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to manufacture the mustard tree absolutely before the seed has really germinated. Come on, and now. so like, but that, that's that's what it, it hit me with. It's like this is painfully simple. Wow, like what yep. what's happening? Or I don't know what's happening there now. I right. know that there's a lot of hype that like you know that's yeah. that's caught on. But I can tell you for my part, yeah, what it was was real. Yeah, like it is not manufactured. Yep. It's not a bunch of kids that are just trying to ditch school. It is people that are just hungry for communion with Jesus. Yeah. And it's not that they're expecting Jesus to part the sky, step in among them, and start, sure. you know, doing incredible work. But it's instead like we want to be attuned to the spirit. The kingdom is progressing. We yeah. want to be a part of it. It is starting small and it's just moving. So what if like all of the things that were just like because I went expecting yeah. to see a show. Yep. You did. Like I expected to see a show. Yep. Um, and so like there the hard parts of my heart were like, I don't know what is this is this gonna be manufactured? Yeah. You know, is this just a bunch of kids getting wild? Right. You know, like it and so there's that that pushback of, mm-hmm. you know, revival, it carries these connotations of just like, oh man, this is going to be the the turnkey thing that unlocks this major revolution politically and ideology and all these other things that you tie yeah. it to. Yeah. Dude, it was just kids pursuing Jesus. That's it, man. Like that's it. And and the the spirit of God was moving, the kingdom of God was growing. The thing that also hit me that as I was like because the other thing with revival is then people start pulling in revelations, mm-hmm. like, you know, the end times and all these other things. And I'm not saying we're not in the end times. I'm not saying we are in the end times. Right. That's another conversation for a different podcast. Very true. Because um, we're not that heady. <laughs> no. um, but, like, what uh, what I did realize is that, like, Jesus, when he comes back, 
He's not coming back to a desolate world. Mm. He's coming back to a place where his kingdom has been growing. Mm. Like the kingdom of God has been expanding since Jesus ascended. And actually, since Jesus delivered these words in in Luke, since he was standing among us, like the kingdom of God in Christ Jesus has been growing since then, and it will not stop. And when he comes back, he is stepping into his kingdom that has been expanding. And it looks like that leaven that's been worked through 50 pounds of of flour that takes time, that small seed that takes time to grow into a tree. And so it's like, wow. I guess like what what struck me was how painfully simple this was. Yeah. But how painfully real this was to what Jesus was saying, the way he compared it, like wow. it connected so well. So if you're an Asbury doubter, yeah. if you're looking at the, the... There's a lot of them. And like and I get it. Like I, like I said, I get the revival thing. And there are some people that they're going to twist this and they're going to yeah. use it For to sure. further their platform, For sure. to, to further their agenda, to preach something that's not real. Yeah. Um, but at its base... At its base. It's it's what we want yeah. as people who yeah. follow Jesus. It's yep. just communion with Him, with the body of Christ, yeah. to worship. And what was cool too, there ain't a soul that had been there for three days. Mm. They were switching in and out. They were coming mm. in and out. It's just a place for people to gather and come in, yeah. be a part of it. There wasn't like this expectation that you have to come back tomorrow. Right. It's like, we're going to be here for you because we believe that our campus and the people here in yeah. this place, needs space to be with Jesus yeah. in a real way and be with their community that's praying for them and encouraging them. That kind of, it, it was cool. Yeah. Um, I, like, I've loved it. I've loved seeing it. Um, I, I kind of had a feeling, um, you know, other people would jump in and be negative about it, especially when it started growing after you guys, after you guys went. And then I think maybe Monday I started seeing even more growth from it. Um, and you're right. The word, the word revival, it's so many different things to so many different people. Um, and like, I like I was on social media last night, and to be honest with you, was just super like, I don't know, jaded's the right word, or just annoyed. Maybe just annoyed at some of the people that were getting on there, and just trying to bring it down, like using all this theology and all this doctrine and all this. All this like all these fancy words, and this pastor was he lives an hour away, and and uh, this is a holy nope for him, and, and he you know someone looked at him and said Jesus loves me, and there's a plan for my life. Don't listen to these people. That's heresy. That's not the gospel. I'm like, dude, wait a minute. Does Jesus not love us? And did he not have a plan for us? Like, what what are yeah, what is bad idiot, about that? But like you know. And, and so I, like I got on there and I'm, and I'm super sarcastic when, you know, and I was sarcastic on his, on his post and he called me a fool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Oh, sorry, sir. I'm not worthy to be on your comment thread. Anyway, I probably wasn't exercising the fruits of the spirit there, but, <laughs> but it's just like, it's what you said. Like these kids are at the base one in communion with Jesus mm-hmm. and no one would bat an eye if they're out having sex or going to parties and drinking. No one's ever mentioning that no one's ever, but, but we're going to be negative and mention the fact that they're, you know, they're just wanting this time with Jesus. Yeah. And you know, so it annoys me a little bit, but I, I'm blessed to know that it wasn't a show. Um, I'm blessed to know that there was, there was true like confession, repentance. And, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of times you you hear about revival and you say, hey, you know, the true mark of revival is the lasting change. 
Like we're going to see the fruit of all this, I think. Well, and I, you know, I think though too, though, like that, you know, even even that though is dangerous to slip mm-hmm. into because, like, you know, re- revival is something we're like as as followers of Jesus, we're going through revival all the time, like oh, little man. mini. Because to me, like revival, what it means is is an awakening of something that was already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it's like if you revive something, mm-hmm. it's something that was dead or dormant. Yeah, and you're bringing it back. You're waking the sleeping thing. You're yep. doing whatever it is to bring it back into the forefront. Yeah. So, number one, I think that revival is is going away as a term. Right. Like as as our it's probably as, a good thing. As our nation and as our like the people around us, like and, and again, I'm not like Christian nationalist, this is not that. Right. But it's like if you look at the stats, mm-hmm. more and more people are not following Jesus. Yeah. Um it's true. And and I don't know if that is like like more more and more people, let me put it a different way. More and more people are not aligning themselves with Christ. Mm-hmm. Like on surveys, that kind of stuff. We're seeing yeah. um the the rise of the nuns, the religious nuns, yep. or people that are spiritual but they're not sure about Jesus. Like they're that you mean l- you label N O N E right? What N O N E? Not N U N. No, jeez, no, no. I was I mean, I got, not the rise of the nuns, but the the nuns. There's a difference. The, really the nuns, like they, they have no religious affiliation. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. Okay, and so like that's that's progressing, and so yeah, that's no longer a revival because mm. that there wasn't something that was dormant and that mm. we're waking up. That is very much a Bible Belt, like mm. you know, and, and it works at Asbury Seminary, sure, because it's a seminary, sure. And the people that are coming to this, they are people that have the potential of being revived. But what wow. I'm excited about, I'm wow. excited about seeing the the great awakenings, you know, of oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, or not, awakenings, the wrong word too, because it assumes that there was something to be asleep, but rather mm. like, I don't know. What, so what do we call What would you call that? It? Yeah. What do you like, call it? Like, you know, it's Mike, like. Mike asked me last night, he's like, I don't really like the word revival, so what would we call it? Like. And he's like awakening. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, uh, you know, that I'm hearing awakening more. But like, you're right. Like, what do we call that? No, it's 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 got to be like, uh, it's like the great baptism is really what it'll be. Yeah, is like yeah. of of these people that don't know Jesus. Yeah. And what's crazy, if you look at Gen Z and Gen Alpha, mm-hmm. um, like they they are open to spirituality, mm-hmm. and they're really honestly they're open to the Bible. Sure. Like. The issue is they're open to a lot of spirituality. Oh, yeah. And so it's like a smorgasbord spirituality. I'm going to build my plate to fit my hunger Mm. and my needs instead of, like, I'm willing to commit to to one, like, spiritual... Yeah. um, One way. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, there we go. The one way, you know? Yeah. And so that's a... I, I don't know. I don't know what that's gonna what we're gonna label that. I like the great like baptism is cool to me as yeah, like you know it is cool, um, but it can't be re. No, it's it, not it, like you're right. It, it assumes, but it's like what do they call it? like the the day of Pentecost was. It wasn't a revival. It was. I don't know. Is it was a, yeah. you know? Is a day that people were saved. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited about that day. Like, yeah. I'm excited about uh, about what that's gonna. And not, it's not that I'm not excited about revival. I think that sure. Like, what what is if revival is truly like p- 
people just being reminded of the goodness of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming back to him yeah. and placing their faith in him. That may not last long. Like that that like that that sensation of being loved and cared for in that moment that they're feeling right now while they're on this college campus may not last long. Right. And right. so to say like if there's a real lasting change than it took, I don't think that we could say that because that that, that mm-hmm. means that what's happening unless a bunch of people come out lifelong changed yeah. because of it, yeah, then it wasn't for real. Oh, that's true. You know. So Well that's how like that's how I always thought like like I, I've came out of those those moments where I felt truly revived. Yeah, and man, I can look at, I can look at the past three years of my life, and starting from the bad and then where I'm at now, man, it's it's all been a revival. Yeah, this entire this entire span of three years has been a revival for me, and it didn't look like what I used to think revival looked yeah. like. So for me, coming from my background, revival looked like a week long service. With an evangelist coming in, we pay the evangelist, he preaches for a week, and we hope people get saved, and we hope it continues on after Friday, but if it doesn't, on to the next city. Yeah. That's a revival. And so then then I witnessed this this really organic, very similar yeah. to Asbury, a revival in West Virginia, I call it a revival, but they called it a, an awakening. Um the prayer club started in a prayer mm-hmm. club in high school, small town, West Virginia, dude, they, like it broke out and there were thousands of kids getting, they were actually getting saved. Like, and, and I don't yeah. know where they, I don't know where they were before, you know, how yeah. spiritual, I mean, it's Bible belt, West Virginia, but we had to like, we had to get, well, not we, but the people had to get football fields to, to host this. That's cool. Because it was just, and it was the, it was one of the greatest things I ever witnessed. Now it didn't end well, and uh, we don't have to go into the negative parts of it and what happened there. But like uh, to be able to be on top of a mountain, literally on top of a mountain, on a football field, sun setting, and seeing thousands of kids across thousands of kids across this football field worshiping, some getting saved, some repent. Like it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Mm. Um, and that's when I was like, man, th- this like. This is not what the revival that I that I'm used to. Like, yeah, I'm not used to this. I'm I'm used to revival on a poster, all, all, you know, all across the town with an evangelist coming in. Like, yeah. this is people are being revived, awakened, baptized, whatever you wanted to call it. But it was just an incredible experience. Um, so it, Asbury reminds me a lot of that moment, um, and I and I hope, um, you know, like you said, at the base of it. There's just communion there. Yeah, and there is. I mean, I think yeah. the, the community that the kids are experiencing, and right. the other thing too is that, like, for a college kid, like, to know that like God is doing something there. Yeah. Like, but then now it's moving to other places. It's like you know, there's that sense of like, like, you're not, your actions aren't void. Yeah. Like you know, being being persistent in pursuit of Jesus. Yeah. Like that per- persistent pursuit is is something that's not like that's not void. Like mm-hmm. it's spreading to other places and other yeah, people are encouraged by it. And yeah. I, I think that's like, you know, for for people that are poo-pooing it and shutting it down. I mean, I think that like the other the other piece of it is like, you know, I I get it. Like I get where you're coming from. Sure. And maybe not all of it's real. Maybe it's not. Maybe yeah, some I'll, people are yeah. leveraging it for show. Yeah. But I think at the other side of it though, if you boil it down to what it what it started as mm-hmm. and where it's at now, it's like, you know, if 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 it's real to somebody, dude, right? Yeah. Then why not just 
Right. Shut up. That, that's and exactly like, kind of get out of the way. Yeah, you know? that's that's what I said last night on social media. I was like, if this is real to somebody, if if the if they're hearing the gospel, because he was saying, oh, the gospel was not proclaimed, and that's been a lot of the a lot of the negative. And I'm like, dude, like, no, it's it's because they want a platform to preach, is exactly. what it is. And exactly. Like, and so, that, but what what was cool is in the two and a half hours that we were there, I didn't hear anybody preach. Yeah. What they did is yeah. instead they like they turned it to where that preaching would be done like in small groups. Yeah. It's like they're they're counting on they're counting on the people that are here that yep. know Jesus because there was a lot of people in that room that knew Jesus. Yep. They were trying to get things right with Jesus, but they knew Jesus. They wanted him to be yeah. moving in their life. Yeah. So if you were somebody who didn't know Jesus, yeah. If you were moved in that place, somebody was going to come alongside you wow. and say, and they were going to share the gospel with you. And I, I guarantee you, I oh, guarantee wow. you, there's more power in the gospel shared eye to eye than Dude. stage to crowd. Dude. Like, you know, and so like, I, like, I would caution people that are like, oh, the gospel's not being preached. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you been there? And are you, and are you in the huddles? Because there are huddles happening. Wow. And if you don't know Christ. Wow. Like. You're going to hear about him. Yeah. Like, See, this guy was he he went, but he wasn't in these huddles. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that also comes in with like a serious hard heartedness. And and yeah. So back to back to like the boiling it down, the brass tacks. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know the heart of everybody there. Sure. Like sure. And like, but but from what I saw. It looked familiar. Yeah. It it looked like yeah. people wanting to come together to yeah. worship Jesus, to draw closer to him. It yeah. looked like church is really what it looked like. Yeah. Like um, a different kind of church. Not I, a I was program say, church, like, but like Yeah, like it looks like a different it looks like how the church is supposed to be, in my opinion. Yeah. It felt like that night of summer camp where they're just playing and you're you have kids that are opening up Dude, about their life and they're going through their stuff. And they're saying, Man. I just want something more. That's it. And so you've got people that are coming back that are like, I just want something more. Wow. And it's not that Jesus wasn't enough, because Jesus was enough, and yeah. they knew that Jesus is enough, but they just want something deeper from their relationship with, with Christ. Yeah. Not that Christ would give them something deeper, but that they would rather pursue him in a deeper way. Wow. And so like, yeah, I think it's legit. And, I think that like, you yeah. know. And like, I think we, I think a lot of us, I mean, maybe not a lot of us, but some of us, we forget that Jesus and, and God, we they're he's so capable of doing new things. Yeah, not the way we're used to. Right, not the way we've used to. You know, seeing it in church settings. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, look at we're only in our thirties, but look at how much it's changed just from when we were in youth group and and, and oh, going yeah. to camps and and stuff. Um, it, like. All of that is changing, and God God can work in way different ways than what we are used. Like I'm looking at it now, I'm like, man, since I've been out in Illinois, I have not been to a revival service like I know what a revival service is. Like yeah. I was raised it, but like I just feel like God is in the business of doing new things. Yeah, and I feel like um, there's a quote by from Andy Stanley that I want to I want to add to that. Uh, it's from Irresistible, but it says new brands rarely sit well with those whose fortunes are tied to the old ones. Mm. 
And I feel like sometimes we can be so tied to the old ways yeah. of doing things that we're missing God's doing something new. Yeah. Will you not be ready for it? Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah, I think the other thing too is like, you know, I, I have not dived down the rabbit hole of hate. Right. Like for this. Um, yeah. I shouldn't have. Um, just because like, I, I think the other, <laughs> the other thing, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself cause mm-hmm. I've like, this is the gut check for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I see something happening, that God's doing something really awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this is going to sound super self-centered, but like the, the piece that I have to remind myself is like, are you doubting this because you really doubt that God's moving or are you doubting that God's going to move without you? Oh, like, you know, like that's like, Oh you my know, goodness. And so like those kind of things, when they Whew. creep in, it's like, if you're looking at something like this yeah, and you're like, Oh, I just don't know. I'm, I'm not sure that it's happening. Wow. Are you really doubting that God's moving in that way? Are you just doubting that God can actually do something really cool? Without your influence. Oh, that's gonna be time stamped. Because later. all right, there you go. But like that's <laughs> wow. that's the that's the the humbling piece and it's like, you know, and even not not necessarily that God can't do something without your influence, but beyond your yeah. scope of understanding and familiarity, mm. like and beyond your comfort level. So like I think it's amazing to see where you were getting in your car last week, leaving the church knowing you're going to Kentucky and then hearing you talk about it now is, is pretty, I think it's fun. Oh, it's the great thing. The great thing that like happened there is like, um, it just, it, it was important that it was familiar. Yeah. Like that, that yeah. was the thing is like, that, that is what made it. That's what made it for me. That's what gave it its legitimacy is like, of like, this is just God doing God things, man. Like in, in this place, for a prolonged period of time with these people. Yeah. Now, I did not like I did not get to a point personally where right. I was, you know, allowing myself to be changed by the 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 spirit that was moving in that place. Sure. I know that if I would have got down to brass tacks and done business with Jesus, sure. Like there would I would have some different stories to tell. Yeah. Um here. I wasn't in that place and I wasn't ready to do that. Yeah. Like you got to be um, in that place. You got to like, be ready. There's, there's still I mean, you know, and and that's that's another another thing for another time. But like, mm. um, but knowing though that God was doing that in that place, and I got to be a part of it, even yeah. if I was just praying for the people around me, yeah, or even dude. spectating. I mean, it was nice to see like revival doesn't have to be this wild, crazy thing. Yep, and it doesn't have to be planned or structured there or you, you know harnessed. Like, yeah, like, it, or scheduled. Scheduled. You know? Yep. Exactly. It, it, it it's just something that like can happen among people where yep. they're just not done with church yet. Yeah. They just want to stay together. Dude, and so it's beautiful. That's yeah, cool. And and I love that lingering, that lingering spirit that that want to be in communion with Jesus. Yeah. And and I love like you mentioned like uh, tamed or scheduled because like that was a lot of the problem with the the. Uh, experience we had in West Virginia was like a denomination stepped in and then we're like, we're going to harness this thing. It's like, that's the one thing you can't do is harness the spirit. Yeah. Like God's, he wants to move and he moved right on out Mm -hmm. uh, because it was like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to get up here and we're going to take an offering. We're going to tithe. And it's like, Hey, these people are like literally crying out to God right now. Right. And it was just a, um, you know, so it's good to see that organic, lingering communion what you said was familiar just you know that's a beautiful thing yeah. to see 
Um, so I it, like it. Yeah, it was just church. Yeah, just, just I mean, church. Just nonstop church. Yeah, and it was no schedules. Just yeah, church. It was cool. To, cool to be a part of. So I mean, you know, if. I don't know if by the time this comes out, if the revival will still be happening in Asbury. But at the same <laughs> yeah. time, I don't see it slowing down. I'm um, just for the the sake of they want to share it, and yeah, so I do. think that it has moved from a this is what God God is doing in us, mm-hmm. and like just my sense of the 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 room that I'm seeing now portrayed on on the internet. Yeah, when we were there, it was we don't care if. Anybody else finds out what's happening yep, here. This is us. This is important to us yeah. right now. Yeah. And God is doing something new on our campus right now. He's yeah. doing something in us right now. Wow. And whether or not anybody else ever finds out about it, yeah. it still matters. Because when we were there on Saturday morning, there's less than 200 people in the building. Man. When we were there on on, fr- <laughs> on Friday night, yeah. there were less than 100 people in the building. Dude. I mean, like... like but now it's they, like multiple colleges. Oh yeah, yeah. There's and, and there, but they were not leaving it. Yeah. And now I think that you know maybe that's still happening because they, you know, are it's it's a personal thing. Right. But based on what we were kind of catching when we were leaving, mm-hmm. and what we're seeing now is that this is we want to share it. Yeah. You know, it's oh, for like, sure. You know, we we want other places to experience this revival, not because it's something that's like. Um, Otherworldly, you're gonna knock your socks off, but yeah. really, it's rather just the pure grace of Jesus, absolutely, man. that has power to change your life. And yeah. so, yeah. like, um, anyway, I'm not really sure if that was super helpful to anybody, yeah. but I, I guess if my, what I would say is, if you're a doubter, yeah, it's all good, man. I'm I'm right there with you, right? Like, absolutely. I get that, absolutely. But don't doubt this because this is just this is the spirit of God moving in people. Yeah, not in like this bizarre way, in a familiar way yep. that jives with the way that you have probably seen Jesus move in your life and the life lives of people around you. Yep. And just get behind it, pray behind for it, it, be excited about it, hope and pray that it happens in your church too. Yep. Because it doesn't have to be scheduled, bizarre, planned, come on, crazy, whatever. Come on, it could just be people that want to pursue Jesus in a way that's real, authentic. Yep. And patient. Yep. Like and patient and, and not like caught up with the schedules of everything yeah. else. Anyway. I, I want and I just want to add to that as well. Like, so you know, I think I've shared a little bit on here. I come from a Pentecostal charismatic background. I say I add charismatic because I like I said, we weren't like, you know, can't wear you know, uh, like shorts and shorts and yeah. have to wear it. So we were like we were Pentecostal charismatic, but I was used to uh I was used to services and, and God moving in, in different ways, right? Yeah. And I was I was used to that, and that's what I thought spiritual was. That's what I thought the Holy Spirit did. That's what that's the only thing that I thought the Holy Spirit would do. That's what I thought church looked like. That's what I thought, um, you know, that's the only way I thought the Holy Spirit could move in my life. So when I left that denomination, when I left that I, and I went to Hope Church, I found that the Holy Spirit is still absolutely moving in this room it's just he's just not moving like i'm used to him moving and i think if i could speak to the doubters as well don't discredit this because it's not moving the way you're used to it moving right um god is still very much in the in the business of moving outside of what we think he should move 
in, in the ways that we think he should move. Because I found that um, I didn't I didn't come to Hope Church and I didn't get people slapping me with oil and praying over me and all this stuff. I got people who loved me despite like in spite of all the mess that I had made of my life. And I, I found that the Holy Spirit worked in that community and was working in those people to reach me in a different way than I had ever been reached. And I needed that in that moment. So when we look at this thing and we say, well, it's not, that's not really revival. There's not, you know, there's not this and there's not that. No, like God can move just the same in that setting. Yeah. And in the wild settings, like, you know, and I, I like to call them peacocks, like a lot of it's show, some of it's show, but I do believe God moves in ways that uh, we can't really, we don't really need to try to put him in a box. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's coming from me as well. I've, I tried to put God in a box and he broke me out of it. Um, so that's my challenge. Just like, don't look at this and have so much doubt and, and negativity towards it. Just let God move. Let God be God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Dude, this has been wild. Yeah. We should drink two cups of coffee from now on. <laughs> yeah, it's a long episode. Long yeah, episode. But. Yeah. So, um, hey, listen, uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you listening. Um, we really have fun doing this, and we hope you have fun uh, listening to us. Be crazy and also talk about the things of life and talk about God and, and what that looks like for us and for you guys. And, um, you know, we're just so thankful that God took two bad apples and— uh, made something with us. Yeah. And we're thankful that he can do that with you as well. For sure. So and one more thing, like, yeah. you know, kinda before we before we wrap it up, I know that you know we talked a lot about revival and, and like different church backgrounds and stuff. And like and I think that like if uh if I could say like I the one thing I, I gathered from the revival at Asbury and just really what God's been trying to teach me is mm-hmm. just like the reminder of humility of just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that it's not him. So good. You know, and there's things that like are, as you, as you draw closer to, to God that like, you're going to see more of him and see a more complete picture. So you're also going to realize there's a lot of things you don't know. Absolutely. Um, like the humility that comes with seeing God move in a familiar way. That's labeled with something that you might be apprehensive about. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a reminder that, Hey, there's, stuff you just don't understand. So with Amen. that, like um, this is not an end-all, be-all guide to revival. Sure. This is yeah. ma- rather my experience there and, and some of your experience yeah. too, Cody, yeah. like uh, with revivals in the past. But God's still working on us and teaching us sure stuff. Is. And so, Thank God. Um, you know, and, and I would encourage you, no matter where you're at with like this or just anything else, just like be humble to what God's trying to teach you. Yep. Because I promise if if... If you look for it, like if you if you're honestly like God, I want to learn something new from you today. Mm-hmm. He he'll help you do yes. that. Yes, but if will. you're shut off to like the possibility that there's things about God, the Spirit, Jesus, the gospel that you like, if you're shut off to learning something new there, yeah, like it's gonna be hard for you to to see things that you don't understand. Yep. and and think like. It's going to be hard for you to believe that God's moving in ways that you don't understand. For sure. And so like, um, or even impossible. So all that to say, take everything I just shared with like a salt shaker of salt. um, Take notes though. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know. Every time you say take notes. Yeah, whatever. Um, But uh, like, uh, I mean, I don't don't think I got it all figured out. I'm just sharing what what I saw, what Jesus was teaching me. Yeah. And uh, and again, that, that... 
passage in Luke 13. Um, I hope that that hits you the way it hit me. Mm-hmm. I still can't fully put that into words as to what that was doing to me in that place and just reminding me of just like, you know, God, God's doing something. He's diligent. The kingdom of God is still at work. Yep. And I'm just glad that we get to be a part of it. So, oh, man. Um, Behold, he's doing something new. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. All Dude. right, that's it. Wraps up. Listen, you guys got to know this. You should already know it, but if you don't know, I'm going to tell you again. God loves us first. Yep. God loves us best. Yep. And God loves us most. Mm-hmm. You already know it's the Bad Apples Podcast.